five, six, seven, eight, graduation. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Go More to Say with Tara and Haley. I'm Tara. This is Haley. Hi, Haley. Hi, Tara. <laughs> Sometimes we say um, <laughs> yay before we get on, just like, you know, get the mood right, Keep just the like get excited. Yeah. The way that Tara said yay before this was like she wanted to do anything else in the whole world. Yay. Hi, Haley. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm very excited to be here. I'm very excited to talk about graduations. Haley, when you suggested doing this episode, it was like, oh my God, duh. How could we duh. forget? It's graduation season. I know. I think we've just passed it for the most part. Yeah. But I, I think that it depends on where you live. Because I know mm-hmm. in Georgia, everyone's like graduated by mid-May. Mm-hmm. Or like in college, it's early May. Mm-hmm. But I think that where you're from, people graduate a little later. Yeah. My graduation from high school was at the like middle to end of June. So yeah. when this episode does air... That is around the time it'll be, and that is around the time that people from at least Connecticut will be graduating. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah. But I know that you guys also start school earlier. You guys tend to start yeah, school at the beginning August. of August. We don't start yeah. school until like maybe the last few days of August. Oh, okay. Like the week before Labor Day is a little bit around the time that we're starting school. Whereas I think like I've seen a lot of my friends who are from the South and specifically Georgia. It's like first week of August y'all are starting. Yeah. So funny. I think it just got, it feels like it got earlier and earlier, but I think that was just my childlike perception of time. Of yeah. Just like, oh. Summer just ends sooner and sooner. I don't think that was actually true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ours starts a l- much closer to September, which to me makes more sense. You know, you go to school in the fall, graduate in the spring, end in the spring. But yeah, I guess it's See, I don't really everyone. know. My my only perception of that, like, is I always wanted to go to school later because that's when um, I was about to say the Harry Potter school <laughs> when like when they like ride the train on September 1st. Mm. Um, that's like when Hogwarts starts. So I always like that's what I always wanted to do. It was like September sure. 1st school starting. Mm. So it just always felt too soon for yeah. me. Yeah, I was, agree. I think it is know. too soon because summer runs from <laughs> June to August. <laughs> we should or you should move to Connecticut. One of the two. If you want to well, go through I'm the not Experience again <laughs> anymore so what it's all You're good not? but the reason that this came about I think I mentioned at the end of the last episode it was because people were making like graduation like sounds on TikTok mm-hmm. and they put the end of those are strings Pinocchio mm-hmm. when Lorelei says look around notice anything notice what it's not so scary anymore. Mm-hmm. And someone said it to Scott Street by Phoebe Bridgers instead of putting the Wallahs behind it. Mm. And there was just something about it that just like murdered me. Mm. Like it just, it killed me. And I was like crying and we TikTok about it very dramatically. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, like I'm graduating or I'm moving on to something new. Cause mm. like, you know, you graduate from high school, college, but also like if you're like in a you know, graduate school, there were some people with their PhDs, just like moving on to something new. And so it just like made me so emotional reading through all these comments about people who are like, you know, transitioning into something new in their life. Mm. Because it's not just like when you're younger, as indicated by Lorelai, who goes back to school. Mm -hmm. But it just made me so emotional to think about like graduation and like being in high school and like going to college and thinking about how scary it was. Mm. And looking back now and being like, oh, 
you were fine. <laughs> you were totally fine. But it felt so scary at the time. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's interesting that you say that that really is a symbol of moving on and things changing because the four episodes that we're going to talk about today that have graduations in them, every single one of them symbolizes like a new change and a new chapter starting or a chapter ending yeah. or both. It's very interesting. It was really cool to revisit these in isolated settings. Yeah. Uh, because I tend to watch these episodes if I watch some of them at all <laughs> within the season. Oh. Rather than on their own. So it was very exciting to kind of compare, contrast, and we're going to talk a little bit about each episode today and at the end of it, kind of share what our faves, least faves Mm. are. I know there are only four, but still, we have thoughts. I have thoughts. You have thoughts. Yeah. Well, that's why we're here. That's exactly why we are here. (laughs) That's why we all showed up today. (laughs) We've got nothing but thoughts. So speaking of Lorelai's graduation day, let's start with that one. Because that's the earliest one where we get a graduation. Personally, for me, it's a fave. Uh, I think this was an episode that we ranked very high in our rankings. Yeah, I was really surprised. It's a very good episode. Episode 21, Mm -hmm. is that right? Mm -hmm. Lorelai's graduation day, which is very, you know... (laughs) <laughs> very aptly named because it's Lorelai's graduation day. Yeah. But I think that this one was a surprise for me about how just how much I loved it. Mm-hmm. And it was really because of the Lorelai storyline of it. Mm. I feel like there's just like so much that goes into this that like by the end of it, you're just crying. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're like, worry, how could you do this to your mom? <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like this was the episode that of the four in total and the other three that we're going to talk about that I think is the less obvious symbol of change because what happens is Rory goes to New York to see Jess and she doesn't make it back for her mom's graduation. Like she absolutely lets her down. But she yeah. makes this decision for herself, as you and I have talked about, that this was like one of the very earliest decisions that she made for herself was to like skip school, go see Jess, like follow her spontaneity and do this thing that was so out of character for her and it's the first time that she can really admit to herself maybe not even because Lorelai is the one that that says it that she has feelings for Jess and that she maybe doesn't want to be with Dean anymore and that's why I feel like it's less obvious of them all because with Rory graduating and Logan graduating and then Rory graduating from Yale and the subsequent episodes it's a very obvious symbol of change This is really the shift in the tides of Rory kind of doing what everybody else says is not good for her and her kind of going against that, letting her mom down. And oh, this episode stresses me out so much, which we've (laughs) talked about. Yeah. But it's still so good. It's it feels like maybe that's true for Rory. But like for Lorelai, I feel like the change doesn't necessarily come in the way that like a graduation might. Exactly. But there's a lot of change that happens like within her little family i say little all the time but (laughs) her little family because like with it it starts with rory going to emily and richard and convincing them to go to lorelei's graduation Mm. and she had like no intention to invite them and she you know sits them down emily and richard she calls them and you know just like explains to them what it would mean to her after lorelei says she doesn't want them there Mm -hmm. and then we have that moment where like chris sends the basket of like goodies of like because he thinks that she's awesome mm-hmm. lol i hate that word i know the way that I he think says you're awesome that. Lore. i think you're awesome lore it's like please like this is the mother of your child who raised your child for you please <laughs> think of another word a different synonym yeah. um but he even like got her a camera like he thought it she says he thought of everything he did but she shows up and emily has the camera crew mm-hmm. and so it's like everyone really wants 
like her to document this. We've got that weird Seth MacFarlane couple that yeah, just, that like, was the storyline I could have I could have done without in that episode. Yeah, and then like we get to the actual graduation. Rory hasn't shown up. She's obviously like you know stressed about that to some degree, but mm. this camera crew is following her. <laughs> and then she like <laughs> she looks out into the crowd and like. That's I can't even moment. talk about. That's the moment. Well, you have to. That's what we came here to do. I don't know. <laughs> I love that moment beyond words. Like it takes my breath away when they cut to Emily and Richard. Their faces. It's just oh, that moment is so yummy. It's the best moment of the entire episode for me. Yeah. It's just so good. It's, it's one of the best episodes. I mean, one of the best moments between Lorelai and her parents. Like, Bar like none. one of the best Lorelai moments, just because she just looks out. They're looking at her, like tears in their eyes. So Emily's proud. like looking for like a tissue, it seems, because yeah. she's so overwhelmed. Yeah. Like, they're so proud of her. Like, they never got this moment with yeah. her. It's like, this is it. This is the moment. And like, as I think I said this in that episode, like, as bad as it is that Rory's not there there's like part of me that's like feels like it's okay because it's like Lorelai and her parents and she moves her tassel to the other side and it's just so proudly too yeah it's them I know yeah no that's the thing is like as much as we absolutely loathe or at least I do I get so stressed when she's not there (laughs) I kind of love that this was a moment between Lorelai and her parents and also, I mean, like, it could have been a moment between her and her parents if Rory was there because Suki and Jackson yeah. are there and they don't cut to them. I mean, obviously, they're very proud of her. Obviously, they have a very different relationship with Lorelai than Rory does than her parents have with her. But, like, just to have this isolated moment with her parents, yeah. which it was initially kind of supposed to be yeah, if she had graduated, um, you know, years and years prior when they expected her to not that there's anything wrong with her graduating now but just that was the anticipation of what they wanted and and this moment that has kind of been craved by Emily and Richard for so long to have that and to experience that as just kind of this isolated moment between the three of them I think was really special yeah and then when it's over she goes and sees them and they're super proud of her and she wants to take the picture and there's something to me that's like so cute about it being Chris that bought the camera for them to take this picture. I don't know why. Well, again, I think it kind of harkens back to the reality that, like, had this happened, you know, years Chris prior, would have taken Chris the maybe would have been there or, yeah, would have would have contributed in some way. So he still gets to. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. There's just something about it. And they smile. And they're just, they have that classic picture that she wanted. Yeah. The grad in the middle. Yeah. And then we get the classic, uh, Richard Gilmore in an envelope. (laughs) We love it. We love to see it. Put it towards something fun. Thank you, Daddy. (laughs) That was one of those moments we asked everyone what their favorite like graduation moments were. And a lot of people said the thank you, Daddy moment. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Thank you, Daddy. Yeah, I love when she says that. (laughs) But I mean, before we get into the conflict of it all, my favorite moments are actually like outside of what we just discussed. My favorite moments are also when (laughs) like Suki is involved. I love Suki and Jackson and the bit about the suit and them being like wealthy friends. He's like, hey, man, this was 30 percent off. And um, I love that Suki makes her the tassel hat cake. You know that that's like one of my favorites. Two pounds of espresso beans. Dark chocolate covered crushed chocolate covered espresso beans i will never understand like the science the engineering behind this cake because that's so many 
There's no cake in the middle. <laughs> I know. I know. They just but cut I, it open and beans and fall out. And it's just out. beans. But <laughs> that's my beans. fantasy. That's my fantasy. I love it so oh, much. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I love cake. Don't get me wrong. But like, I love coffee. You just want, you just want to cut open icing and espresso beans fall I don't out. know. Yeah, maybe there needs to be a little bit of cake. I'm sure there has to be yeah. like something. <laughs> I've always envisioned it yeah. would be like a crumble almost of like a combo. Yeah. yeah. yeah but there's just something well, about that. when you that. graduate from... Um, business school we can get that for you <laughs> great first you gotta go to business school <laughs> yes love love that's step one then i get the cake okay yep. i'm glad we have a plan anyway yeah. so let's get into the worry of it all which we've talked about on patreon so we'll yeah. you know we don't need to get like too too deep into it but like i said this is something that rory has never done yeah and kind of a symbol that she's starting to make these decisions for herself that don't necessarily align with what her mom necessarily wants for her and yeah, yeah i just think i think that the meltdown that she has in front of her mom is like i feel every ounce of that because like like I said, when she's on the bus with a guy who's spitting into a can, like that stresses me out yeah. beyond words. Like there's just something about being stuck in traffic, knowing you have to be somewhere and that you're missing something, especially something oh, so yeah. monumental. yeah, if you guys listen to this episode on Patreon, Tara is like so stressed out by not only like the buses, but like the way that she could have gone there like via the train. But yeah. Like a lot of that episode is just like trying to figure out the logistics of how because she could have made thing. this work. Taking a bus... <laughs> All right, let me just let me just get on my soapbox for a second. Taking a bus from New York to Connecticut, I get it. Like where she's going geographically, there are there's not access to a lot of trains there. Like the Metro North does not really go up there. So I get it. The bus felt like the best option. She takes a bus to school. Like the girlie knows it's the very bus. impulsive. She didn't do anything. She didn't planning. really have a lot of thoughts, right? But at that hour, like if you're going to leave kind of at the 11th hour in the middle of rush hour traffic, take a train, take a train in a car. It'll get you there so much faster. Anyway, this is a PSA for anybody who decides to impulsively leave their private school (laughs) and head to New York to see a boy. If you're going to go home during rush hour, just please take the train. (laughs) Yeah. You won't miss your mom's graduation, I swear to God. (laughs) Or you'll just be, like, a little late. Yeah. Like, Like maybe she would have been a little late. But we do for the plot. I'm really happy that she didn't make it for the reasons we listed, but also because, like, that's why this all comes pouring out of her in the way that it does. And I don't think she would have told her mom that she went to New York had this not happened. Yeah. What was so hard about it, too, is that Lorelai really wasn't going to, like, participate in graduation. She didn't have any plans to Mm. until Rory was like, yeah, Yeah, you you have have to do this. You have to do this. And so Rory was the one that encouraged her. But like, ultimately, I felt like it was like for Lorelai, it like changed something in her relationship with her parents to have this moment. Mm -hmm. I think it changed not something in her relationship with Rory, but something changed between the two of them. Something is not the same, Mm. if you will. We love a wicked reference. (laughs) And she also forgot the gift on the bus. Oh, oh my God, the Go-Go's. We literally were just talking about the Go-Go's right before we got on here. Oh, God. Belinda. Belinda's on the bus. That was sad because that was a great graduation gift. I know. Yeah, she just messed up in a ton of ways. But again, like this is kind of opening (laughs) up this. It's like a catharsis that she had to kind of make this mistake a pretty sizable one and then ultimately have it lead her to this like unraveling of who she is and what she wants and who she likes and who she wants to be with and to kind of have Lorelai look her dead in the face and be like you have feelings for Jess and she's like no no Tina's my boyfriend he'll always be my boyfriend yikes (laughs) because she's super super in denial yeah and actions speak louder than words so I I would have had a really difficult time forgiving Rory if I were Lorelai, but at the same time, I understand why she was able to. Because she's like, all right, 
I see the deeper meaning behind this. This sucks. This sucks. But like, yeah, I like that Rory's like grounding herself and she's like, like, I'm not going to go to dinner. And she's like, but I want to go to dinner. Yeah, but I do. I deserve it. Yeah. Because Rory says I don't deserve to go. And she's like, yeah, you're right. I do. Yeah. This isn't about you. This is about me. Yeah. You've already let me down today. It's not about you anymore. Exactly. You've already done you. And I wouldn't say that Rory ruined the graduation. No. But she definitely kind of ruined it. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so hard. Because there were so many beautiful moments in that graduation. But I think that the most yeah. important one for Lorelai was to have Rory there. And yeah. so, yeah, the episode itself stresses me out. But the moments that are within it are so gorgeous. And it's such yeah. a great episode. It's a great episode. I also know you really loved that one from season two. I do. It ended up in your top. I know. And it's really just because of like the Lorelai, Emily, and Richard of it all. Mm -hmm. It's it's unexpected. And like it's unexpected for Lorelai to like share this moment with them. I don't know if it like meant as much to her as it meant as much to us. I hope it did. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the real crux of it for her was being able to have Rory there. Yeah. And like she didn't graduate the first time because of Rory, not in like a... You no, know, not in a blame. Not in a bad way, way but yeah. like just she had a child. She couldn't really make it work then. Yeah. And so she like, you know, she went back to school and made this work and she's here and she would have wanted her best friend there, which is what she said, because this whole argument that they're having afterwards is so I think we pointed this out on Patreon too. It's not a fight between a mother and a daughter. No. Lorelai very specifically says, like, I want my best friend, friend should there. have been there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. Which I think is an interesting approach. Yeah. But yeah. She ruined it a little bit. She but did. It was still beautiful. Still a great episode. Ceremony. Yeah. Which leads us to our next one in season three. Yeah. Which. We're almost there in our rewatch. We are. It was hard for me Uh, to not note this like a Patreon episode because we're so close. It was hard for me to not note a lot of these like a Patreon episode. Yeah. Because I don't think we're we're definitely not going to get as into them as we do on Patreon. We really get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. But this was probably the one I wrote the most amount of notes on. Because like it's the whole episode. I take that back. I wrote a lot about partings. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you're proud. No, but I I mean, this episode is just, it's just so good. It's just such a good episode. It's everything we've been waiting for. Yeah. It's like, it's three seasons of like this girl in school waiting to see what would happen and getting to the end of this journey. And part of it is like the things that are changing with Lorelai. But it's just like they do it so well. Mm. Like everything that they include here, except for the fact that Chris isn't there, which I will which never I will understand. Which I always find odd. I will always find that so weird. He went out of town. To be fair, he went out of town when Gigi (laughs) was supposed to be born. Yeah, he's really missing a lot of major moments. Yeah. Or he's really like, he's really like testing the waters. I don't know why. He needs to stay in town, that He really does. He needs to just stay put. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I found that odd, but I just love that Suki and Jackson are there for it. Luke being there instead of Christopher was actually incredibly special and i love that component to it emily and richard of course are there it's just such a beautifully structured episode yeah like it does have rory going to see emily and richard again in the same way that she did in the last one it does it does there are a lot of parallels within this episode because it kind of mirrors some of the pilot it mirrors like there is financial hardship. They are up against something that says, like, we can't do this thing unless we get money. And so one of them makes the independent decision to go to Emily and Richard. And what I loved is that Rory is sitting in the exact same spot that Lorelai was when she asks them for money. Yeah. And I love how seamless it is. I love the agreement of Friday night dinner. And again, this is this is marking... <sighs> 
kind of the end of an era and the beginning of the next in Rory where she's making her own decisions. She says, this is my thing. Yeah. And that's so important because Emily says, does your mother know you're here? No, this is my thing. This is my thing to take care of now. And I love that that's kind of how we bookend this like early era of Gilmore Girls with season one to season three before we're making this transition. With Lorelai, it was more of a sacrifice. With Rory, it was more of like, I'll reinstate this thing that we used yeah. to do. But for Lorelai, it was like, I'm going to compromise, sacrifice something for you to get what you want because I want you to go to Chilton. I want you to succeed. And book ended with Rory being like, hey, I'm going to take this loan from them and be indebted to them. It's about being indebted, right? Lorelai was yeah. indebted to them. Now Rory is indebted to them so that you can get what you want and what you need yeah. to succeed in this next so chapter your of your dream life. Yeah. Come true. It's just so special. And like in rewatching this episode in its entirety again, it just reminded me of how beautifully done this was, which a lot of these, with the exception of the last one, are Amy and Dan episodes. So it's no surprise. But like yeah. I just forgot how much I loved this episode. And yeah. how well it was constructed, how they tie up a lot of loose ends, obviously knowing that we have much more story to tell, but like yeah. they leave you wanting more, but they tie up just enough. Like you want to know what's next, but like it's not like a true cliffhanger the way like four, five, six ends. Oh, they really end us on cliffhangers with four, yeah. five, and six. Yeah. But with this one, I didn't feel that way. I didn't feel like they were no. trying to. I genuinely feel like. Like you said, they were leaving us yeah. enough to want more of without, like, leaving something lingering in the air. Yeah. But, like, if this series had ended here, I would have been like, oh, that was a really good ending. Right? I actually thought that to myself as well. I was like, huh. I think they genuinely could have ended the series here. Yeah. And I think we I'm all would have been like, huh. I'm so glad they didn't. <laughs> but I just, I think that it would have wrapped up really nicely. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but cowboy boots are magic. Since they've arrived, I've worn my Tacovis boots almost every day. I have the Annie in Midnight. I know you have the Annie in Bone. I do. But they make me feel so powerful because, of course, it is my dream to be a cowgirl. Yes, I know this about you. But I also know <laughs> you've told me that you wear them while you write your book. I do. I wear them all the time because I also wear them when I get dressed up or when I'm sitting at my dress recording the podcast because they make me feel so bold and brave and like I can do anything no matter how I style them. Tacovis has carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality that you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service with boots for men and women handmade from the most premium leathers. And if you dream of being cowgirls like us or you're already Western to your core, Tacovis is the perfect brand to start with because they believe in Western for all. They don't only offer their handmade boots, but all sorts of head-to-toe Western staples. Perfect jeans to go with your boots, pearl snaps, bandanas, and cowboy hats. You name it and they'll get you outfitted. And if you can't make it into a store, Tacovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. So visit tacovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovis has said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovis.com. Just use the code Gilmore at checkout. That's G-I-L-M-O-R-E. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so they're always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code Gilmore at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tecovis. Only at tecovis.com. 
That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. We also get the dream parallel from the beginning of season three to the end of season three between Luke and Lorelai, which was very interesting to me. It's only weird because it doesn't make sense within the timeline of the episode that it's dark outside when Luke has his dream. Yeah. It's dark in the dream and it's dark when he wakes up, but then it's light when it flashes back to the girls. Mm -hmm. So that's like the only one that I'm like, I get it. (laughs) I always wonder, uh, for those of you who don't know, which I'm sure a lot of you do, there's a deleted scene from this episode where Lorelai, like young Lorelai from the flashback episode, Dear Emily and Richard, she's walking with Rory through the Independence Inn. And so I wonder if that scene was also maybe potentially in there at some point because Mm. I want to know where that was going to go because she she grabs her hand and she says, I want to make one stop. But then obviously they go to like, you know, the actual main floor of Chilton and they have this moment together. But I don't know. Just much better. I don't know. I don't know where that all fit in there. Yeah, but but I agree with you. It was always weird to me. I was like, what time is it? And where's, (laughs) why is it dark? Yeah. Does he have like, (laughs) does he have like room darkening shades? Is everybody okay? (laughs) Yeah. But one of my favorite parts of this whole episode is um, right before Rory tells her that she went to Richard and Emily to mm-hmm. pay for Yale is we see Paris with her nanny for the first time. I know. And she like and I guess it's kids. her nanny's kids. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. I do too. I love Paris in this episode. I love that she's like, yeah. it's okay that you got valedictorian over me. I love that she kind of speaks to the reality that like valedictorians have a tendency in history to kind of like falter, which is just so ironic given where Rory's storyline goes. And she then definitely falters. Yeah. <laughs> and I just I also love that I I think I mentioned this recently, and I don't remember if it was on Patreon or on here, that we don't find out where Paris is going to school. Yeah, um, I know. we talk about it on Patreon. Because we were in, um, oh, what is that episode called? The big one. The, the big one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And we talk about how we never quite find out where Paris is going to school. And I think that there's something really sweet about I love that. It. <laughs> but very subtle. Like, it was something I never really noticed. I just kind of initially, like, when I watched this, thought yeah. that that was the end of Paris and Rory. They say goodbye. They say goodbye. And, you know, I also love that when she goes up to Headmaster Charleston, she says no hard feelings. And he goes, okay. Like, that's one of my favorite Paris moments. I also love how she, like, wanted to rewrite the pledge and it wasn't going to stop her from from using using air quotes. quotes. Oh, my God. She nailed it. Yeah. (laughs) What I love most about this episode versus Lorelai's graduation day is that the emotional moments are always at different points. So... For Lorelai's graduation day, the big emotional moment comes from Lorelai's name being announced and her walking across the stage. Yeah. Here, it's Rory's speech, which, like, I mean, but even when they were like, when Headmaster Charleston was like announcing her to like, for her speech, I started crying. I was like, I know. Yeah, that, that's our girl, Rory. I know. It's <laughs> so good. She is humble and like super smart. Yeah. That speech is unbelievably written. That speech yeah. is so good. And I just, I love the emotion that is, they they leave space for the emotion to be there. Because I think that Amy and Dan, they have a tendency to cut emotion like that with humor. And they eventually do when Luke goes up blubbering, you're freaks. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, it's, they allow us to sit in the moment because it is such an emotional moment. It's something we've been expecting and anticipating. You know, this is the end of an era. It's the end of the Chilton era. She gets to kind of wrap it up in a bow and speak to these moments that she 
she's had over the last few years that we've been on this journey with her and speak to her relationship with her mom and her grandparents who otherwise might not have been there had they not gone on this journey together since the pilot. Yeah, she calls them her twin her pillars. Her twin pillars. Like, oh, imagine not having a... that. Imagine she never got to have that kind of relationship with them at this point in her life. Which is like a testament to like Lorelai kind of being able to pull back on her hatred of them to like let her daughter have that but Mm -hmm. that was a big response in people's favorite graduation moments was when they got called her twin pillars and of course when the person I most wanted to be was her of course that was number one so good so good it kills me but in all of this emotion I have a question for you Mm -hmm. that everyone always asks especially in reference to Paris saying it's okay that you made valedictorian over me yeah how do you think Rory made valedictorian over Paris girl I don't know we started at the deer hunters and here we are and I don't understand I don't think I ever to like Donna Reed (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. I I always think back to that that TikTok that you did where you juxtapose Paris's work ethic with Rory just like spinning around in a skirt with her canned corn yeah because that was true Uh, that's what we saw but I think that maybe I don't know because it's not like it's not like uh we can compare it to the way that she got into Harvard over Paris because obviously her grades are like super great but it's probably more over her temperament and the fact that she didn't scare people that uh allowed her the space to get into those schools over Paris. But this is strictly based on GPA. Yeah. I don't know. And, I don't and know. And so it's like, she really would have had to make up even for that, like, where you got a D. Where you got a D and Paris had never gotten an A minus before season two, there's the rub. Yeah. So, so, so it's like, it. it's, it's interesting how that all um, panned out. I think in terms of the story, I will be honest that I'm glad that Rory was a valedictorian, which I know a lot of people disagree with, that they think that it should have been Paris. I think it would have been interesting. But I think in terms of like this episode and like Rory getting to have her speech and, you know, I'm glad it was her. I am too, because I think what I love about this episode, juxtapose up against Unto the Breach and just everything that leads us there with Paris and her finding her footing and getting into all of these really great schools school, (laughs) and like Rory kind of turning up short I think that that was a beautiful direction to take the storyline in yeah it was a good arc for Paris it really was because I think that we are rooting for Paris more by the end of the series than we are at this moment yeah I think so too you know yeah and I think it I think it's an in retrospect sort of thing that like you want that for Paris but I think at the time like season three before like four had come out Mm -hmm. like I think you're like oh thank god it's Rory yeah yeah no there was something very magical about that and I just thought the whole day was so uh, beautiful I love that Lorelai gives Richard and Emily her blessing to get Rory the car yeah I love the moment (laughs) where (laughs) where she goes uh where Richard like proudly presents the car and there's so many cars in the parking lot with bows on them it reminds me of Rory wonderful news you're in the top three (laughs) percent of your class (laughs) oh wait you know what I also realized okay um it was from oh my gosh a Tale of Pose and Fire, mm-hmm. when we were talking about this on Patreon, we couldn't remember the other moment yes. when Lorelai asks Luke, Luke for, for the, the pen. pen. It was this, this is moment. the moment. Yeah, I but know. But it came up, I was like, the pen. There it is, the pen. And you said Richard gives her the pen. And I was like, when yeah. was that? Yes, I clocked that as well. It was from this one. Was I was like, oh. Where's the pen you take orders with? (laughs) What do you always assume I have a pen everywhere I go? I love it. I love that running joke. So the one thing that we should definitely bring up here that uh, 
this is my only note for this episode is the weird one-sided phone conversation with Jess Mariano. Oh my gosh. It's so good though. Like, I uh, didn't love it though. I just felt like, and I don't know if it was the way it was written. I don't know if it was Rory, if it was Alexis's acting through it. Because I know having a one-sided phone conversation is an art. It's an art form. Lauren Graham Lauren is, Graham could have a one-sided conversation with anybody. She's amazing She's so it. good. And obviously we know that like Jess is on the other end of the phone, but not saying anything. So it's a little different. But what a weird way to wrap up that storyline that this man yeah. calls her and just doesn't say anything. And she yeah, just multiple has times. this this one-sided conversation where she's like, what, what I think I, I get sometimes bristly about in writing is when exposition is told through the dialogue. And I feel like her kind of being like, you could have told me about your grades, but you didn't. You could have told me about your dad, but you didn't. And blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just, I don't know that I love that she had that conversation and it was one-sided. I think I would have preferred to see the two of them have it out a little bit. Yeah. I know why they did it, but it just still leaves us feeling so unresolved that this man would call her over and over and over again, just say nothing. And she says all that and he still says nothing. He says nothing. Nothing. I think I, I really love that. I love that she's just piling on for him because like, is he going to like, is he going to call again? Is he actually going to like sit and listen to her? So it's like, this feels like it's like her last chance to say any of this. She doesn't know where he is or like if she's going to see him again. She doesn't know that in like 14 episodes he'll drop in. So I feel like it's like her last ditch effort just to say everything that's been on her mind for the last however long. Yeah. So I don't know. I love it. I also... There was a time on TikTok when I was setting like dramatic Gilmore Girl scenes to Taylor Swift songs. So I put cardigan under this one. Mm. And it's it for me, for some reason, it makes it more like emotional just because like to have that song under it. But I've always loved this moment. Just something about it that just like he just keeps calling her. And does he keep calling her because he knows it's her graduation day? I don't or know. Or does he not know that? I, I I thought the same thing to myself. I'm not sure. Like, is he purposely calling it? Not not it her her phone like knowing that this would be upsetting to her or like he thinks that like he's gonna say hey congratulations and it's gonna be she's gonna be like thanks jess thanks so much it's so nice of you to call me i don't know it was it was good to hear from you bye like yeah and maybe that's why i don't love it is because i don't understand the drive behind him if he just wasn't going to say anything yeah yeah I don't know what I would have preferred and that's the hard part yeah. is that I'm like yeah. oh this is so uncomfy but what would I have rather had I I like that we get this moment with him though because I just feel like there wasn't enough at the end of their relationship no or as the relationship it shows ended. it shows that he still cares because I think had yeah. here comes the sun happened the last moment they had together was on the bus and then we never saw him until season four I think I would have been like what the fuck was that <laughs> what is yeah. this Max Medina shit Like, I think we did need it. But I, again, like, it's hard for me to describe what else I would have wanted. Maybe I'm talking myself into this more as I talk about it. Yeah. No, I just, there's something about it that just feels so, like, it's final for her. And I think that's what matters. Yeah. And do you think maybe that was her closure? I think that was the closure that she thought she needed. Yeah. And I do, I've said this before, I hate that we never get, even, like, when she's by herself, any sort of, like, you know, like, thought process about, Jess leaving it's mm. just like immediately straight to college college drama and we don't really like hear about Jess until he shows back up or like her feelings around him yeah so that's like the that's like the one gripe that I have with it but like I've always loved that moment like 
Yeah. I love that it's my favorite Lala's in the background. Oh, I know. I know. Those are some good Lala's. I just love it. Man, I wonder if part of the reason they did that was because of the plans they had for the spinoff and maybe yeah. more was... I, I wonder I if know. they knew it. I wonder if they knew at that point. They might have. Because he just walks off into California. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He really does. But still, overall great episode yeah a great episode i do want to know if um any of you think that he was calling because of he knew it was her graduation like if you think that that was why he was calling her or if he just yeah i'm curious to... i'm curious what they think and i'm curious to know if you guys loved that moment or wanted something different and if you did want something different what would it have been what do you want yeah call us right in let us know the one thing that we didn't talk about in this episode again like so much happens in this episode this is such a huge plot heavy episode is that the Independence Inn closes. Yeah. And that's a huge moment for Lorelai because we knew that she was looking to buy the dragonfly. The episode starts with them having Luke and Kirk <laughs> look at the dragonfly and examine it. Duh. Barbie girl. And I feel like it's it's very obvious that they're going to buy the dragonfly and the whole crux of it is that like, oh, we didn't get financial aid from Yale. I can't buy the dragonfly anymore. That's just one component. Then all of a sudden... <laughs> The Independence Inn has to close because of all of the damage that has been done with the fire. They have no rooms left anymore. And so that presents this whole other slew of issues. And so the fact that the Independence Inn closes is like the cherry on top of era's ending and era's beginning in this yeah in this episode i think that's what i love so much about like it's a graduation for rory but it's a huge change for lorelei and they're like embarking on these like plans that they've had for the last three seasons yeah to a for rory to go to an ivy league college and b for lorelei to open her own inn which we learn immediately in the pilot so like this is this feels like a you know like a everything has come to like a complete full circle moment mm-hmm. That it like their arcs have ended and it would have really like the series could have ended here and I would have been like, oh, oh, you know that they're off somewhere doing exactly what they need to do. Yeah. And I'm glad it continued. Oh, again, but, like, me too. But it was just such a beautiful way to wrap this first chapter of Gilmore Girls up. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's not so scary anymore. Yeah. No, it's not. And then it ends and I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> And then we go to Yale. And the next graduation episode that we get is Haley's favorite. Yeah. The season six finale, which is Partings. Yeah. I have to tell you, I haven't watched Partings in a very long time. Really? I've been trying to, um, like, keep it from myself because Mm. we're going through Patreon. So I've been trying to not, you know, reach for Logan episodes as much. Sure. So when I got to watch it in preparation for this episode, I was Mm -hmm. like... Here we are. Well, you had to watch this and then onto the breach. So what a weird way. We'll get to that. <laughs> what a weird in a way to like acclimate yourself back to Logan. <laughs> but anyway, season six partings. I obviously a great episode, a stunning episode. Love. You've got the troubadours. You've got the conflict, the heartbreak, Linny, the party. <laughs> uh, like Therapy. there's so there's so much to unpack here. Uh-huh. I love the storyline about the troubadours. I love Taylor being so confused. As the troubadours slowly start to show up, but I also love that Kinko's Truby is back. Of course. <laughs> Kinko's and Groton Truby. I love him. Um, yeah. It's been a minute since we saw him. We saw him in Last Week Fights This Week Tights when he marries Liz and TJ. Yeah. It's been a sec, but it's here been he a is. Second. But 
the graduation portion of this episode, hilariously, is very small. It's, it's very short, yeah. It's about the partings of it all, right? Yeah. When we do get to the graduation portion and, you know, Roy calls Lorelai because, as we know, Lorelai has spent the night at Suki's. That is how we start the episode. Yeah. She was out all night, quote unquote. No one could really find her because she's so devastated over the fact that she knows that she and Luke are just not working and that yeah. she has kind of reached her threshold on how much more she can withstand from feeling so ostracized from his relationship, from their relationship as he built a relationship with April. And so Rory calls her and is like, oh, hello, stranger. Um, yeah. And kind and of... we'll add to the, like, graduation of this all, Rory and Logan getting ready for graduation. Oh, when yeah. When she's taking one million pictures of him while he's naked. Yeah, <laughs> and saying that she's going to post them and that it's going to be her, her screensaver. Screen yeah, I love that. Yeah. That was so cute. And, she, and he's just like kind of like whatever about it. And she's like, it's not for the graduate. It's also for the family. Yeah. For the loved ones as well is what she says. Yeah. So it's just like a cute little it like if you're cute. Team Logan, it's like, this is sweet. Yeah. <laughs> but when she does actually get to the graduation, the graduation has already happened. We don't get to see any yeah. of it. This is just no. kind of tell, right? So... What's he didn't funny? Trip. He remembered to wear pants. He didn't trip. He remembered to wear pants, according to what Rory tells Lorelai, which is so interesting given what we hear about in Un- oh. Under the Breach. Uh huh. But yeah, we get a lot of a lot of bouncing back and forth between Lorelai and Rory in just these like moments of conflict that are so drastically different. Lorelai feels like she's losing Luke. Rory feels like she's losing Logan, but they're in two very different ways, and they're yeah. both. What's interesting is that they both feel like they're losing them for reasons outside of their control. Rory is blaming Mitchum. Lorelai is blaming Luke, but also kind of blaming April. And it's just, it's so, it's so interesting to watch all of it unfold and watch it kind of like, it's almost like a tennis match going back and forth between the two of them, even though they're dealing with them so separately and without each other. Yeah. It's a really separated episode, like in terms of the two of them. There's like a real, like, they like join for a second. together? When are they together? At Friday night dinner. Right. Yes. For, for just a second. Yeah. Yeah. Because the whole thing is like Rory is supposed to like go out with Logan mm-hmm. after he meets up with his family because mm-hmm. um, she calls them those people and then she's standing like 50 feet away and Laura was like, per the restraining order. <laughs> I know. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, first, there's like this, all these moments though where I'm like, why didn't Logan come to drinks with them? Like, like cocktails at the Gilmore's. I know I it's know. his graduation day, but he wasn't doing. I mean, I guess he was going out with Colin and Finn, but he was only doing that once before he set up the set that party. Up. Yeah. So it's kind of like there's like this whole. There's a lot of moments. This I'm like, I'm like, what would an actual couple do in this situation? I don't think it's what they're doing. I know. But regardless, I do love this episode. But she tells Lorelai that they're going to go to their favorite Italian restaurant where they yell at each other and the food's bad, mm-hmm. and there's Chianti bottles hanging from the ceiling, and that's kind of where we think this is all headed. Mm. But then she throws him the London. The bash of a lifetime. Yeah, but the reason that she does that, and she does it so last minute, I can't believe the way that she actually pulls this together. But the reason that she does it. She had a props department. (laughs) Weird. But the reason that she does it is because he was supposed to go out for drinks for 30 minutes tops. And we don't ever really find out how long it was. We just assume it was a really long time. It was long enough that she needed to leave to go to cocktails. To go to dinner. dinner Yeah. In Hartford from New Haven, which I imagine is kind of far. Yeah. 30, 40 minutes. Nothing crazy, but yeah. And she has this confrontation with Mitchum. She does. Which is very interesting. And I'm very curious about your thoughts on this because I feel like I can understand both sides of it. 
and I say this with like the the caveat that I don't like Mitchum Huntsberger, but yeah. it sounds to me like Rory is like, why are you taking him away from me? The only reason you're sending him is so that he cannot be with me anymore. And I'm like, Rory, that's yeah, <laughs> very... She's like, because you hate me. <laughs> you hate he's me. And like, he's like, I don't care that much about you. you. <laughs> I don't hate you. He doesn't care about her at all. No, and like, that's, that's the problem is that he's not thinking about her. He yeah. doesn't care about her. But she has made this a lot about her. And I understand. Yeah. She, of course, of course she is. Yeah. But Their last interaction really indicate that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But... I when Mitchum is sharing with her like I'm doing this because he needs to grow up he needs to grow up he needs to stop doing this and this is on the heels of like him literally flinging himself off a cliff and like almost dying so not to be like a Mitchum apologist but I get where he's coming from no and I think that's the thing is like I I like Mitchum as a character not as a person Mm. he's not a very good father but the thing is is like he's like um I love Logan he's my son he's talented I want him to like yeah, you know, I, wanted I wanted him to, him to do well. Yeah. And he's like, my father made me grow up, and so I'm doing the same to Logan. And it's like, he's not wrong. No, nothing he's saying this. is wrong. No, but like, I think that the thing is, is like, taking into the account that like, Logan doesn't want to do this is kind of like the point of it, mm. which we learn later. But I just think it's so interesting that Rory went into it like why are you trying to break us up and he was like I literally don't care (laughs) and (laughs) like what like do whatever you want yeah but it makes me wonder like because you know Logan has known that he was going to go to London the day after he graduates and it's here tomorrow is the day when he's like when Rory like before she goes and gets on the elevator with him is like why is he doing this and he's like I don't know that I wonder if like any part of him was like he's not doing this because of us. He's doing this because of me. And he didn't want to, like, say that out loud to her. Mm. And it's, like, to her, it's, like, you know, it's to keep them apart. But, like, at the end of the day, Mitchum's, like, girl, I don't fucking care. I just want him to stop hanging out with those dopes, Colin and Finn, which is, like, so fair. But, like... Yeah, for sure. He never really takes into account what Logan wants. Which, like, at this point, what Logan wants does not seem to... um, align in any way with what Mitchum wants for him so Mm. he's just gonna full steam ahead Mm. and Logan's going to just follow along which is sad it is sad it is sad I don't disagree with Mitchum yeah I agree I feel like Rory's a little self-involved here and I get why again she's thinking of it from a one-track mind I disagree with Rory so just like she doesn't it's not like emphatically that she agrees with him but she he's like anything you disagree with here and she doesn't say anything Mm. And it's like, Logan hates his dad, but you are supposedly, like, his most important person in his life. Mm. And, like, you are, like, now taking the side of the person he dislikes most. I don't know if it's so much that. I think if someone said something like that to me and I'm like, well, fuck, they're not wrong. Like, I wouldn't know what to say. But it's like, I don't know that he's going about it in the right way. And, like, I don't know that I, like, even in, like, my, like, even if I completely agreed, I don't know that I could, like, look at them and be like, yeah, I completely agree with you. Like, I just don't don't know if I could. But I don't think that that's what she's doing. I think her silence, of course, can be interpreted in a myriad of ways. But he's, he's looking at her and saying, like, like, is there anything here that you don't that you disagree with? And she can't say no because she gets yeah. where I'm sure she is like the rest of us staring at yeah. him being like, ah, fuck, Mitchum's right. Yeah. But like, I don't think her silence means like, oh, I'm on your side and I'm in your corner now. And I agree that what no. you're doing is right, you know? Yeah, but I do think it's to some degree she's like, no, you are right. 
I'm not going to interfere with this is kind of the interesting where that lands because that's what she does. She throws him the bash of a lifetime. And then when he asks her to tell him not to go, she says, I can't do that. Mm. And he's just like, all right, great. And it almost feels like he seems like embarrassed that he like admitted to the fact that he's like, tell me not to go. Tell me to blow this all off. Yeah. But I also think that like. It wasn't on her to. Never was a lot on to her. ask her. That's a lot to ask of her to be like, tell me not to go and do this thing. No, yeah. that could breed resentment. He doesn't want to go. Yeah. He doesn't want to go. And I think that that's the thing is like, I don't think that he's ever. <laughs> this is like the Logan team logan of me coming out i don't think he's ever had anyone in his life in the same way that jess did to tell him that he's capable of anything else mm. that he like the only thing that he can really do is what he has done thus far and like that someone else needs to plan out his future for him and that like no one's ever instilled in him that he could be the one to decide not to do it because mm-hmm. he's saying tell me tell me not to go mm. Because it's like he's always kind of left his choices, like at least involving his life up to other people. Like when it comes to like partying or like, you know, like just doing kind of crazy things. That's almost like as far as it feels like he's feels like he's capable of making wild decisions. Mm -hmm. But like when it comes to his life, other people make them. Mm. And so like, I don't know, it's just that sort of thing of like, tell me not to go. She shouldn't tell him either way. Yeah. But I think that she maybe could have instilled in him that he can decide for himself yeah yeah no i fully understand that which i think is different i've watched this episode a lot i know you have (laughs) i know you have but i think coming from it from a person who does not watch this episode a lot yeah like looking at it on its own with uh, not no knowledge of what's to come uh but like limited because uh, season seven is just well that doesn't that doesn't count gosh something i don't uh think about very often but i do agree with you that i think that she I I don't think that, like, it was as obvious as it was with Jess that it was, like, you need a person in your life who has to tell you that you're capable of of more. Because with Jess, it was that he had no direction. Yeah. With Logan, it was that he had one. One direction, if you will. All I see is... (laughs) So he says in... um, Let me hear... He says, all I see is one door and I'm being Being pushed pushed through through it. it. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. It's very... um, it's, It's a very interesting point that you bring up. But... I, I, again, like, I think what what it boils down to is that it was, it wasn't her responsibility to say. It wasn't. Don't no. go. But I do think that she could have said, like, if you don't want to go, you don't have to do this. Yeah. There's a difference. There's yeah. a difference between don't go and you don't have to go. Yeah. Tell me not to go. I can't do that. And then it just kind of feels like, I've always felt like it's just like this, like, he, like, vaguely feels embarrassed that, like, he Asked wants her. something else yeah. and can't. Yeah. And she can't do it, and he can't either. Yeah. And then we get, if you come with me, I won't get on the plane. Oh, that was that a moment. That moment made me really cry. Yeah. Yeah, that was rough. What that a good moment. And then he walks away on his little cane. Yeah, he hobbles <laughs> away on his little cane. Very quickly. He does, yeah. He's really moving. <laughs> but that's a really, I mean, that... It's a bummer given what we're about to talk about in this next graduation episode. Yeah. Like where where the two of them are here because I really do think they have such a beautiful relationship at this point in the series. Yeah. And especially after partings. It's oof. just like it's such they're so, they're in such a good place. They're so good together. 
And like they've they've met each other exactly where they both are, and that's yeah. Oh, that's why it's such a bummer where this goes. <laughs> but before we get there, let's talk about Lorelai because this is a huge episode for her, huge turning point. Has little to nothing to do with graduating. Yeah. <laughs> she graduates from her relationship. She does, <laughs> and she makes some pretty terrible choices. Yeah. Now, one ter- a terrible choice. I think sleeping with Christopher was a terrible choice. Yeah. But not a surprising choice. Yeah. It's one of those I'm shocked, but I'm not surprised kind of moments. Like, oh my God, yeah. you did that. Okay, yeah, you did that. That makes sense for you. you. Did that. But you did make sense for you. How did you feel? I know we just had our Luke and Lorelai episode, so this kind of ties in. How did you feel about her confronting Luke after this session with Linny, for those in the know? Jan from the office. (laughs) Yeah. I just think that I don't know what else she could have done. Like, I don't know what makes sense. I mean, to be fair, what she could have done is, like, gone home, chilled out, had, like, a really, like, logical conversation with him. But in the same way that we talked about with Larissa, that's not fun. I feel like she's reached, like, such a boiling point. Like, which is funny because, like, she's – something that Larissa mentioned is, like, if I push too hard, like – I'm going to lose it. Yeah. And so she pushes too hard and – um coincidentally loses him she doesn't even so much lose him she walks away from him she pushes him too hard he doesn't budge and she walks away yeah because she definitely doesn't lose him because he comes to her the next day and is like all right i'm ready which that's a whole other conversation but like i don't think he loses her but i will say that for re-watching this in its entirety again for the first time in a while i don't know how i would feel if someone came to me and just was like, all right, let's go, let's get married. I would be like, whoa, hold, wait, 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 Whoo, hold on. Like Jess like in season four. <laughs> yeah, run away with me. You know what I mean? So I get it. I get why Luke was like, this, I, I can't do this this way right now. But everything leading up to that, for me, yeah. feels like it's on Luke. Yeah. To a certain it's just a, it's just a desperation thing. I don't even know that she wanted to like leave there right that moment and get married. I think she just wanted to hear that he he would be willing to do it. He would be willing yeah. to drop everything for her. I think that's what she wanted. Yeah. Or like let let's talk, like which is what he wanted to do, but like yeah, I just think that she was too desperate. I think that even in the way that she came there, I think she was coming there to end things a little bit. Like, mm. it was almost like a test a little bit. Yeah. No, I, I totally get like, that. I, I say totally yes or this is over. Yeah. Which she wasn't willing to maybe admit to herself. But um, my favorite part of this episode, the way that it ends, is with Lorelai. She says, I have to go, which is the last thing that we hear from Logan, too. Mm. I wow. have to go. Interesting. Interesting. It's their final parting words, if you will. Wow. Partings. I have to go. Yeah. And Amy and Dan also had to go. I have to go. I have to go. And they did. Dang. Yeah. Can I tell you my favorite Lorelai line from her argument with Luke is that she goes, oh, because she tells him that she talked to Anna and she starts to apologize and she goes, no, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to apologize anymore. And I was like, oh, you go girl, tell him, tell him. She's tired of skulking around, man. Yeah. Crazy. It was just, again, a very a very good episode, very filled to the yeah. brim with conflict. It starts and ends the same way, with Lorelai laying down. Yeah. And the little kid talking in the background. Yeah. It's just yep. like the whole episode. I just think it's so well done because it's like really their last episode. But like, it's just interesting that it's like Logan's graduation is kind of like in the middle of it. It's not necessarily a full graduation episode. No. But we include it. No, for sure. Because it's, um, the conflict is that he's graduating and 
He's He's leaving. leaving tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. Which we found out in my favorite scene. Yeah. (laughs) Then you're bound up. Yes. (laughs) Which, like, it kind of makes sense that she would think that he hated her. It's like you blow it off to be with your little girlfriend is what he says in that scene. So it's like, I can't imagine she's thinking like, oh, that man really likes me. But anyway, that leads us to season seven, Unto the Breach, this very expensive fan fiction. I actually didn't mind this episode. (laughs) The look you just gave me. Hilarious. Wait, okay. So the other episodes, I like pretty much watched them in full. There was like a couple scenes that I skipped. This one, there were very few scenes that I watched. I I fast forwarded a lot. Don't get me wrong. But like, I didn't mind this episode in the sense that like, sometimes I watch season seven and I'm like, ah, You're not as terrible as I remember you being, but you're still pretty terrible. And that's kind of how I felt about this. I just feel sick, like nauseous. Okay. So this stresses you out the way that that Lorelai's graduation day stresses me out. It's only that moment when like Chris is like, oh, like Gigi's staying up an hour late to watch the Pussycat Dolls. And he's like, and Logan's like, wait, don't leave yet. And like he goes up there and it's, I just, it's that, I, it's that moment. It's that moment. Yeah. So, So, okay. So let's break this down really quick. So we don't need to. Well, no, I I, I would like <laughs> that's to. That's why we're here. That's, that's the entire reason we've we've come here today. So okay, we can. I'm ready. This is what I wrote down. I wrote the proposal was fine. The ultimatum was weird. Like the proposal itself was just kind of not what I was expecting from someone like Logan. Like I I feel yeah. like it would have been a little more intimate. But I understand That's his impulse thing. to be like, okay, her grandparents are here, her mom is here, her dad is here. I guess this is the moment. But like in front of all these strangers, <laughs> like that she doesn't know. I think that's the thing is like I don't think that like canonically Logan season five and six would have proposed like this. Yeah, even like the little conversation that they have outside where he's like, I have a avocado tree and a house, and um, remember when we were in the Life and Death Brigade together and like they weren't like so it's just weird. like weird, so it's weird. weird and lazy. I agree, but it's. It's a weird thing. I guess it's like very, I don't know. I think it's a weird thing to propose like at her graduation party if he doesn't like know how she's going to respond to it. Mm. I think it's a weird thing when someone proposes to someone else in general when you don't know like how they're going to respond to it. Like it's a surprise thought process. Like we've never talked about marriage before, but I'm going to ask you this question. Mm. So I think Mm. that that in general, but... It's just like, it's her graduation party. You're celebrating her. Yeah. And now you're going to ask her to marry you. Yeah. I am also not necessarily a fan of... I've skirted away from being a fan of, like, big public proposals. Yeah. I really find it to be an intimate moment. That's my personal preference. It's scary. Yeah. We talked about this in the proposal episode. We did. We did. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing is like I don't know for my money I would bet Logan to be very similar where he's like I'm not gonna make this a whole grand thing like I would have envisioned him being like hey I have a carriage ride outside for us to like just take a little take a little yeah. ride together if that was when it was gonna happen yeah. yeah and then he decided to do it there yeah and she was like okay I have to think about this like different but that's I think why Lorelai was like he's not gonna do it here yeah because that was a weird move. It's weird that he didn't ask Lorelai how he should do it. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. He didn't ask her permission, but... Yeah, it's just... It, it felt just odd. It was fine. There wasn't anything necessarily wrong with it. It just felt 
odd and then the ultimatum that accompanied it was also odd um the energy between the two of them at the graduation yeah because the graduation itself was like kind of um it was kind of boring like in terms of like in terms of like writing just like the way that like it all unfolded i think i liked the vibes like i liked the lucy olivia paris like moment between the the four of them and i wish we had kind of gotten that with madeline and louise at chilton because we don't really get a lot of madeline and louise and that's the end of their era together i wish like i love these moments especially between women where it's like we're sharing this moment as friends yeah it's just like the things that they were saying. I'm like, who are these characters? Like, Can I be honest? They... I don't even think I listen. I really listened to a lot of what yeah. they were saying. I was just watching them pass around this bottle of champagne. And I know they were talking about like, oh, how was the party? And, you know. She doesn't tell them that she got proposed to, which is huge. Um, I almost wish that she had told cute... Paris and that Paris had looked at her like, are you going like, to tell Why wasn't them? Paris at the party? That was weird. Why wasn't Lucy and Olivia? Why weren't they there? They're her Yale friends. Like, it was yeah. very odd. And then. But I thought that, you know, the Emily and Richard of it all, of Emily, like, being a nag and being like, what is she going to say? Has she answered? Blah, 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 blah. And Lorelai being like, I don't know. That's very Emily of her. Exactly. But I love that when they sit down, Chris is there. <laughs> Chris is there. Chris is there. Thank God. They oh kind of God. get a do-over. And this is one of the only similar moments to, like I was saying before, like, the emotional moments don't necessarily come at the same time. Because when Rory walks across the stage... She looks out and Lorelai's there and Chris is there. And I think that's such a proud moment between the three of them. That's very important. I love the way that Richard says, like, I will take the picture. I will check the time. Watch your daughter graduate from Yale. I thought that was really special. I liked that. I didn't really like the Paris hug when she's like, you're going to do such great things and Mm. gives her the hug. Um, Yeah. And then Logan waves from the distance and Rory doesn't wave back. (laughs) She's just kind of like, hello. And the energy, but that's the thing is like, after we have this really, you know, sweet moment between Rory and her parents and, and then they're taking pictures afterwards. Do you like that Lorelai stands up and says, yay, Rory? Yeah. I thought that was cute. I think, I like that she stands up and claps for her, but I think the yay, Rory. I know a lot of people like it. I just like i'm always like will i stand up and say that no probably not (laughs) but i just love that because this wasn't as quote-unquote special as the graduation from chilton you know rory was the valedictorian she gave his speech like there was a lot more fanfare to it yeah i think that for lorelei to stand up and remind her like i'm here and he's here and we're so proud of you yeah i thought was really special i definitely got emotional seven because chris is there i know (laughs) but that's i think a moment similarly to what we got in lorelei's graduation day that we've like that she's always kind of wanted yeah i want to like that moment like i do yeah it's just the yay rory that Aww. it always takes me out. Oh. Well, I also wonder if like a lot of what she was feeling as she walked across the stage was the anticipation of like the right before she does that, she sees Logan and it's like she knows she has to answer this question that she knows what she's going to say. Yeah. Why is he not sitting down with everyone? Else? I have no idea. I thought the same thing to myself. I was like, think that he'd be sitting with Rory's family. Well, yeah, because he's they do say that he's gonna sit with his friends. Sure. But like you would think that like if maybe Yay, Rory, they stand up. Maybe Logan stands up with his friends, too. I know. Like, yay, clap, clap. No, nothing like that. I want you to be my wife. Clap, clap, clap. Yeah, clap, clap, <laughs> clap, clap. That, yeah, that. I didn't want to. If I actually clapped, it would mess up the yeah, yeah, yeah. volume. It's okay. The but yeah, no, I, I just, um, I thought there were some really sweet moments there that I'm glad yeah. that we got. Again, like the moment of Rory walking across the stage and looking out and her parents are standing up for her. 
I'm like, really this is special. the whole moment we've been waiting for. Yeah. Like, not, I don't think as much as like graduating from Chilton, but like, you know, she, the whole thing is she went to go in Ivy League and now she's graduating from her Ivy League school. And it's like, this is, this is the moment. Yeah. And like, I think it is a sweet moment. I think they did the best with what they had, what they could, um, I guess. Would have loved to see the Amy version of this. Yeah. I Which is always in the back agree. of my mind. Yeah. But, like, imagine graduating from college. Like, you have come this far. You're on season seven of your life. <laughs> like, you have gone through so much to get to this moment, mm. to graduate, to do this thing. And then, like, immediately after that, you just, like, end the relationship that you've been in for the last, like, what? That, like, with the person half, that three you years. love so much. Three years. Yeah. yeah. And, again, it's just, like, this energy is so odd between the two of them because she you know, breaks off from her family to just go say hi to Logan. They don't even hug. No, they just, like, walk up to each other. And they walk up to each other, and he's like, hey, congrats. Like, And then he starts telling her a story from his graduation that she was at. As if she wasn't even there and as if she didn't give us a recount of it one season prior. Truly, the only fact that she gave us about his graduation was that he didn't trip and that he wore pants. Mm-hmm. And the only fact that he shared with us about his graduation was, was that, that he tripped. tripped. I know. Like... I know. Come on. I know. But you can tell he's nervous because it almost seems like he knows that she's going to say no. Yeah. He's nervous. That's the energy. He's lying. Um, (laughs) He's nervous. Yeah. But, you know, here's here's the caveat that I will that I will give. I, I don't love this. I don't love that he gives her an ultimatum. But I do understand kind of the the tricky nature of being proposed to and saying no and then that person being like well I don't know how to move forward like I proposed to you and you said no because she loves the idea of being married to him and so if I if that were me and if I was like yeah I love the idea of being married to you I don't think I'm ready to get married right this minute she says they want she wants to do long distance yeah and he's like why it's like to be together to be together but like I wonder why she didn't say yes like I would love to marry you I just can't marry you right now like are you okay with maybe a long engagement but I don't know I mean obviously it was much more interesting this way I prefer it this way but yeah I don't know how I would move forward like if I were to propose to someone and they were to say no I'd be like I like a, a part of me wants to believe that I would be like cool you're not ready yet I'm ready you're not ready yeah let's wait till you're ready but there would be a little voice in the back of my head going like am I in a relationship where this person's never going to be ready well I also wouldn't propose to someone without having talked about it first definitely definitely not so you I have think to that have at least had that conversation let's yeah. maybe move in together first which they had lived together for a bit but they've yeah. also just been doing distance for a very long time yeah so maybe but I don't think anyone on the show had talked about marriage before they um proposed yeah you're right not anyone at all <laughs> actually so um that's bad television to talk about it beforehand you need to be surprised you need to be shocked yeah no you're right you're right. Healthy communication on TV just doesn't work the what? same. Yeah. No, I just, I don't see a world in which she said yes to this and it was happily ever after, which is a bummer. No, yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer. Because again, where we left them in partings and for most of season seven, they have this really gorgeous relationship where they always yeah. meet each other where they are. And even in Hey Bale Maze, we bring this up all the time. Oof factor you in i'll factor you in do you want to factor me in like it feels like such a them conversation yeah that he literally says don't factor me in i'll factor you in yeah it's very odd it's a very odd he said literally do this right now or we're done 
Which he's not even done with her. Then we see them in the revival. He's not even done. No, he can't quit her, can he? No. But yeah, he says goodbye, Rory. And she almost like goes like, okay. And just like turns around <laughs> and well, goes back to her graduation. Got that over with. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very odd way to end it. But like, that's like when we kind of come to the conclusion that like, boys really ruined Rory's graduation. I wouldn't say that Jess ruined it, but he definitely added this air of like, you know, like, come on, why'd you have to do that? Well, there's like, that has disrupted the, like, it's it's thrown the episodes off kilter, right? Is like the drama with a boy. It was Jess in Lorelai's graduation day. It was Jess in Rory's graduation day in Those Are Strings, Pinocchio. Logan leaving was a huge... You know, he was his own drama. He was his own (laughs) drama in leaving, in partings, and now same here. Yet again, here he's the drama on her graduation day. (sighs) Yeah. So, riddle me this: What was your favorite graduation moment of these four that we just talked about? Well, it's uh, I can't decide. It's either it's either it's either like the end of Strings Pinocchio when she says it's not so scary anymore but it's also when she is giving her speech and mm. Lorelai's crying it's between those two okay but it's oh but it's also Lorelai with her parents can i pick 3 that's my favorite one <laughs> Lore, Lorelai's oh. graduation day when Lorelai looks out at Emily and Richard that is my favorite graduation moment yeah but my favorite graduation episode is Those Are Strings, Pinocchio. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. That episode Same. from top to tail is so good. Um, but my favorite moment is in Lorelai's graduation day. Yeah. I think I think that it's... I really want to say it's that end when she says it's not so scary anymore. Is I it? think that's totally, I just totally that. valid. But yeah, I would say my favorite episode is Those Are Strings, P- Pinocchio. Even though... like, Because like, Partings is like as much as it's my favorite episode. It's not really like the core the graduation core of it does not feel as it's those are strings pinocchio yeah 100 percent. how do you beat that no, and then I'm onto the you. breach is just really hard for me to watch <laughs> but yeah, i did it, falls it for into my, falls into my least fave i won't lie yeah. but that was already predictable for me i knew yeah. it was gonna be my least fave for <laughs> several reasons the storyline the writing i know i almost wanted to talk about it first but i was like we can't work backwards i know i wish that we could but yeah that for me fave moment is in lorelei's graduation day and fave episode is those are shrinks pinocchio with obviously like several moments within that episode being amongst my favorites the one thing i completely forgot to talk about brad langford and the bong bombs (laughs) how could i forget (laughs) i wrote it down and everything And their response to, like, people's favorite graduation moments, which I think we've talked about most of them. Someone just wrote bong, 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 bong. bong. (laughs) (laughs) Which killed me. It's so good. I love that they're all rooting for him. They're like, come on, Brad, go out with a bang. Bong, bong. (laughs) So good. Go out with a bong. Literally go out with a bong. I really want to get Adam Wiley on this podcast. If you don't follow Adam Wiley, who played Brad Langford on TikTok, he has been talking about some of his favorite moments of Gilmore Girls on his TikTok recently. Uh, and I would love to bring him on the show. I think he, he we would have such a great time with him. So yeah. I will definitely reach out to him and we'll have him reenact his bong bongs. But, <laughs> but that's our graduation episode. Yeah. Our little valedictorian. Yeah. And- Somebody play Vitamin C's graduation. Sing it. As we go on. I love that song. That's it? That's all they're going to get? That's all they're going to get. You guys can listen to it on Spotify or Apple. <laughs> Apple Music. And now we're promoting it. And now we're promoting it. <laughs> this episode was sponsored by Vitamin C. <laughs> it wasn't. It, it wasn't. wasn't. At all. It wasn't at all. 
I don't even know where she is right now, but I hope she's doing well. (laughs) So that was our graduation episode. If you have thoughts and feelings about what we shared, some of your favorite moments, maybe some hot takes on some of the things that we said, please call into our Gilmore to Consider hotline because we're going to do a Gilmore to Consider about this episode next week. Yeah. And if you just graduated, happy graduation. Happy graduation, baby. Congrats to you, baby. Yeah. (laughs) We'll have more to say next week. If you want more Gilmore to say, join us on Patreon where you can listen to our spoiler-full rewatch podcast, Gilmore Revisited, where we're currently watching season three. You can also join us for live watches, our community Discord page, and get monthly merch discounts to our old-fashioned merch shop at gilmoretosay.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Gilmore to Say Podcast, where you can stay up to date on all things Gilmore to Say.